praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise. We give you all the honor. Everlasting King of glory, we acknowledge that you are the only Lord. You are the only King of life. You are the only Prince of life. You are the only Savior. There is none like you and there will be none that will ever look like you. You are by yourself God, uncreated, unelected, and can never be dethroned. You are the master at lifting men from ashes and seat them with kings. The lifter of men you are called. The helper of the sons of men you are called. The one who gives men speed. The one who replaces our mourning with joy. The one who is able to turn night into day. Regardless of what time is it. The preserver of the souls of men. The keeper of our life. Bow down your head and just praise and glorify him. The one in whose presence there is fullness of joy. The one whose presence is capital. The one whose death is still a victory. The one who has never lost battles and will never lose battles. Therefore you are called the Lord who is mighty in battle. It doesn't matter how tough your foundation or your background is. There is one who is called the one and only Lord who is mighty in battle. We have come before you, Jesus. We have come before you, Lord. We have come before you, Abba. Hallelujah. We have come to, to rededicate our souls and our hearts, spirit and body to your Lordship again, Jesus. You are the forgiver of my sins, so I have come to say thank you. So help me sing this song. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to 
Numbers The reason why we're going to read Numbers is because I want to show you something There is a pattern to be blessed in this kingdom There is a pattern to serve God There is a pattern you must use to walk with God And God himself needs to teach you. If he does not teach you, you would just realize that you are guessing your way through life. And when you guess your way through life, you you would be subjected to all kinds of mistake. And you see, your needs in life versus the time you have does not allow you to make too many mistakes. So God needs to help you. So God shows us something in the book of Numbers chapter 6 from verse 22. And in this portion of the Bible, he took out time to teach Aaron and Moses how to bless. So you don't bless carelessly. There is a how to bless. Are we together? Number 6, 22. I'll read for us. Is that okay? And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Saying, This is how. So the next time 
somebody blesses you, you will, you will check to see how did he bless me? Because every time you do things according to the pattern of God, be sure that you will get the God kind of result. There is a how to obtain in this kingdom. There is a how to receive from God. There is a how to partner with God with intelligence and then be a partaker of the inheritance of those that partner with God. If you do not know, you would guess your way. Maybe I should take the chair. Maybe I should go and decorate the church. Maybe I should go and sweep the church. There is a how to serve God. You have to be taught. You have to be shown. If they don't show you, you can serve God for 30 years. And then one day you would wake up and say, you know what? This God thing is a scam. I am not doing it again. But unknown to you, there is a how to serve. Praise the Lord. So, because I want to teach you how to be a servant of God, how to walk with God. Remember, Apostle Paul called us his fellow workmen. So just imagine that you are somebody's colleague and you don't even know what people are doing. It's a possibility. If you are a fellow workman with God, you should know what, what you guys are doing. What is God doing? So, this is the reason why we are discussing number six. The how to bless and then the how to work with God. Praise the Lord. So, I'll read for you. So the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way or this is how you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you, not I bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. This is prophecy now. Take it and receive because, <laughs> uh, okay. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So he concluded by saying, So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. So anything that does not have the name of the Lord in it or on it cannot expect blessing. So God is saying, if you want me to bless them, put my name on them. This is why you can, I know that you can get things born again, not just men. You can get your house born again. I know you don't believe. He just showed us that if you put my name on them, I will bless. I know you don't believe. Yeah, unbelief is speaking. I can't perceive it. Let me show you how that you can get things born again. So the next time you buy a new car and you buy a new house, don't just walk in it and say, I have prayed. You are joking. Get it born again. Remember that our, our, our mandate is to go into the world and, and then preach to all creature, all things. Everything you can see must hear the gospel. Deuteronomy 4 from verse 7 to 9. Let me show you how that you can get things born again. And I mean, read for me in KJV if you have it. So the next time you buy a new phone, before it will be stolen from you after one month, go and get it born again. And tell it, within the time you'll be in my, in my hand, you have no business being stolen. You have no business being broken. Deuteronomy 4, from verse 7 to 9. Read for me, KJV. If you are there, please take the mic and read. Help me pass the mic to her, please. 
Breathe gently. The calorie for the seven. Yes. For what nation? Yes. Is so great? For what nation is there so great? Who has God so nigh unto them? Who has God so near unto them? As the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for, he is in it. If you call him in your car or into your car, he'll be in your car. If you call him into your marriage, he will be in your marriage. If you call him into your house, he will be in your house. The Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. So this is why when you buy something today, after one month, it's missing. Did you get it? Is it born again? Praise the Lord. All right, that was just by the way. You can put on your, just turn off your mic now, so we can um, now do a bit of Bible study on the mystery of harvest. You are about to be blessed in an unusual way. So ask the Lord to open your eyes to be able to see and to receive. Hallelujah. The mystery of harvest. Harvest simply means to gather, to uproot and then gather. That's all. How you know a man does not have the nature of God fully working in his life is in his lack of capacity or ability to gather things. So Apostle Paul speaking, he said, take note of those who cause offense and division, these caterers, and then avoid them. For that is not the nature of Jesus. If it is Jesus you belong to or are connected to, if it is Jesus you are representing, one mark that will distinguish you is your ability to gather things, to gather men. But in this context, we will start by talking about how to help God gather souls that they may enter into the kingdom of his glory. Praise the Lord. By the time we are done with souls, I will teach you how you can also even gather things for your own life. Praise the Lord. So, how to bless? We've seen it. Now let's see how God gathers and how you can partner with him to gather and then be a partaker of the reward that accompanies harvesters or gatherers. Praise the Lord. Let's read from the book of Matthew 23 to, I mean, chapter 23, verse 37, amplified version, please. Matthew 23, verse 37, I read, is that okay? O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who murders the prophets and stones to death those messengers who are sent to her by God. How often I wanted to gather you how often i wanted to gather your children together around me as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were unwilling so god has just revealed his his intentions and his mission and vision 
he says he's a what? A gatherer. I wanted to gather. So if you are a man or a woman that things always leave, you get this one, it leaves you. These things fail, that one fail. You are not a gatherer yet. That dimension of Jesus has not been deposited in you. You would have to go and contend in the place of prayer and say, Lord, why do good things leave me? Why do men leave me? Why does opportunities leave me? And then seek to know how to gather. Let me show you something else. In the same book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 30, this is Jesus speaking now. He says, He who is not with me once and for all on my side is against me. Simply put, he who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters. So, according to Jesus, according to Jesus, if at any point you find yourself standing and not doing anything at all, you are not even scattering literally. You are not dividing the body. You are just standing on your own, not doing anything. That state, Jesus calls it scattering. Because you are supposed to be gathering with Jesus. So apart from the corporate evangelism that we do to win souls, when was the last time you by yourself helped Jesus to gather by speaking to someone about the love of Jesus, about the goodness of Jesus? When was the last time you were interested in the soul, in the soul of a man? When was the last time you, you spoke to someone about his eternal life? When? For every time you take the position of indifference, I don't want trouble, nobody should trouble me, what Jesus calls that state is that you are scattering. Remember we are called the name, fellow workmen. His fellow workmen. His fellow workmen. I know you are happy because today is Easter Sunday. His reason we are all celebrating. But you see, he died for a purpose. That he, that he might draw all men to himself. Remember he said, if I be lifted up, I will gather all men. So I know you are celebrating that he has resurrected. But the question is this, are you helping him to gather all men? I know this looks laborious. Eh, Pastor, I've been doing it, but there's no result. It's because you were not taught how to do it. And you didn't even know what you ought to expect when you have done it. So this service is to help you, bring you into that place to understand what your partnership in helping Jesus to gather can bring to you. Are we together? He who does not gather with me scatters. It's as simple as that. He who does not gather with me. So he's a gatherer. He's a harvester. All right. Let's go to the book of John 4, verse 31 to 38. It's a long read, so I'll read for us. This is the story of Jesus 
around the region of Samaria when his disciples had left him to go and buy bread and strangely a woman came and Jesus engaged that woman in a, in a conversation and that conversation went in a way that it led the woman to go and noise abroad her conversation with Jesus because until that time no one had ever told her the things she, has, she, she had done so it was shocking to her so she had to go and announce it and that also I mean excited the curiosity of these men so they all came to see this man that is able to reveal the secret acts of a woman Jesus calls that that decision to follow the woman to come and see this man harvest let me show you so let's read meanwhile the disciples were urging Jesus to have a meal saying rabbi teacher eat but he told them I have food to eat that you do not know about so the, the disciples said to one another has anyone brought him something to eat Jesus said to them my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to completely finish his work do you not say listen now do you not say it is still four months until the harvest comes look I say to you raise your eyes so you can only see harvest when you raise your eyes Remember, there's a portion of the Bible that says, do not sleep lest you enter into poverty. Say, open your eyes and you'll be satisfied with bread. So Jesus is saying that the harvest is here. I know you are still waiting for four months, but raise your eyes. You remember there was something they needed to show Apostle John that the plane upon which he was standing would not be sufficient to see. So they told him, come up higher. Come up hither. So I'll pause a little. If you desire to attract certain realities into your life, do you not think that you need to also raise your eyes? That eye there is not your physical eyes. It talks about your mind. Because you only see, you, you see with your mind and then through your eyes. Your eyes don't see. Your mind sees. The eye is just a gate. So you begin to empower your mind empower your mind and strangely you'll be shocked that the things that you desire will begin to come into your life as coincidences that's the name men on the earth call it in the realm of the spirit there is no such thing as coincidences so notice that when jesus communicated his his truth and enlightenment to a woman that woman became a farmer immediately she went and harvested souls come and see So he says, do you not say it's still four months until harvest? Look, I say to you, raise your eyes and look at the fields. So it's important that when you also lift your eyes or raise your eyes, don't raise your eyes and be looking carelessly like a fool. You must find that there has to be a direction. It is a place you are looking at. You cannot be in the fashion business and you're watching sports all the time. You, you're, you are raising your eyes, but you're facing the wrong direction. You are into fashion business and every time you are beholding, what you are beholding is sport, how is it going to work? So if you are a farmer like me, Jesus, raise your eyes and look towards the fields. Praise the Lord. 
Mm, my God. And then he said to them, and see, they are white for harvest. Already the reaper is receiving his wages and he's gathering fruit for eternal life. So in this kingdom, reapers are paid. So for those of us who don't want to work with God, reapers, harvesters get their wages. So he, this is Jesus telling his disciples, wake up, lift your eyes and look to the field. The reapers are already getting paid and you're still here working with me. Find a way to win yourself into this life of smallness and stand up and harvest souls because there is such a reward that can come to you on account of being a reaper. Praise the Lord. All right, so let's go. Already the reaper is receiving his wages and he's gathering fruit for eternal life so that he who plants and he who reaps may rejoice together. Do you see what your lack of harvesting does or gather does? When you refuse to gather with Jesus, those who have planted cannot, cannot receive their, their, their reward. So, Jesus is saying, so that those who planted and those who has gone ahead to reap may together receive their rewards together. Are we together? So Jesus will make the, the sower wait for you till you harvest what he has planted that your joy together can come in the fullness of time. Are we together? How do you know when it is harvest time? When somebody begins to come and meet you and say, what do you think about this issue? What do you think about this matter? That is a window God is creating for you to begin to sell Jesus in the area he has blessed you to that person. If it is wisdom God has given to you, that is your own channel to begin to harvest that soul for Jesus. Are we together? Yeah. I know it doesn't make sense yet, but we will see it very soon. Alright, so he is gathering fruit for eternal life so that he who plants and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this case, the saying is true. One person sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap a crop for which you have not worked. Others have worked and you have been privileged to reap the result of their work. Remember when it comes to harvest or reaping, you don't send yourself. I sent you to reap the crop that others have planted. This is why when you hilariously stand up to walk with Jesus, you see that, oh, it's not yielding result. It's because you didn't consult with him. You took off like a tornado. You sent yourself. So there is reward for harvesting. But this is how he does it. He must tell you to lift up your eyes and look to the field and must send you. Then the little you say or do would command unusual reward and result for you. Let me show you a prophetic passage of the, of the scripture that actually represented this thing that I have just taught you in its fullness. Strangely, it's in, it's in Old Testament, the book of Ruth. Let's go there. The mystery of harvest. Every time you harvest with Jesus, you gather with Jesus, this is what you stand to gain. And every time you also desire a new harvest, there must be something you will do 
but there must be someone you will partner with and then they will help you the book of Ruth chapter 1 verse 22 it says the book of Ruth chapter 1 verse 22 it says so Naomi returned from the country of Moab and with her Ruth the Moabites her daughter And with her, Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, and they arrived in Bethlehem at the beginning of the belly harvest. At what time did they come into the Beth- Bethlehem? At the beginning of the belly harvest. At the beginning of the belly harvest. At the beginning of the belly harvest. Look what Naomi did. I told you this is a prophetic book. So pay attention carefully because this is about to interpret what we just read in the book of John. Now Naomi had a relative of her husband, a man of great wealth and influence from the family of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz, and Ruth the Moabites said to Naomi, please let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain after one of the reapers after one of the gatherers please permit me to go into the field and then go and be a gatherer and join the people gathering in the fields no it notice it's the harvest time they came into bethlehem so he said please i am asking for permission let me go and join these gatherers and help them to harvest their grain are you following now remember jesus says whoever is not helping me to gather is scattering and he says, look, that the reapers or the gatherers are already receiving their wages. So Naomi, I mean, Ruth now wants to go into the field to go and help the gatherers to gather. Let's go. Mm. Naomi said to her, go, my daughter. So Ruth went and picked up the leftover grain in a field after the reapers, after the gatherers. And she happened to stop at the plot of land belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. All right. Let's go to verse 4 of same scripture. It was then that Boaz came back from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, How strange that when you take a step in accordance to the desires and the plan of God, things begin to look like coincidences. Well, just when Ruth was in that in his field gathering, then the owner of the field is coming now. Then the owner of the field is coming now. Are we together? And then he greeted his people. The Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his servant, who was in charge of the reapers, whose young woman is this notice when he got to that place he didn't bother about his work anymore he saw a lady it is the same thing when you partner with jesus and work with jesus that certain coincidences begin to happen in your life people begin to take notice of you because you are helping jesus gather men begin to take notice of you men begin to help you we know how the story ended let's read let's read Prahado Zeketenembrendeshkidilas Kazus Biandiketa 
Brandos kizisi likipra aine mente kepe chakaturis gizale brandos kizaita prata Sheketere brandos kizaita pele mende atia So, Boaz asked, whose young woman is this? The servant in charge of the repast answered, she is the young woman of Moabite who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab and she said please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the ships so she came and has continued gathering grain from early morning until now except when she sat resting for a little while in the field then Boaz said to Ruth listen carefully my daughter do not go to glean in another field or leave this one but stay here close by my mates which watch which field they reap and follow behind them i have commanded you i mean i have commanded the servant not to touch you and when you are thirsty go to the waters and drink from what the servants have drawn she only went to help the men gather their their grain and now the man is favoring her by even giving her water remember jesus asked the question when i sent you out did you lack anything every time you help jesus to gather souls in this kingdom what is happening to ruth is what will happen to you certain great men will begin to make contact with you and then and then begin to help you notice that the water that she's been offered had had been, had, had been drawn by other men also you begin to walk into prepared blessing the working with god is not burdensome it is actually for your own good so you must know what jesus is doing part time this is the season where he's gathering souls into eternal life so if you are wise if you want jesus if you want to walk into prepared blessing like ruth is doing you must find a way to help jesus to gather somebody is moody and down and depressed you find a way to help jesus by to gather by telling the person don't worry it is well it is going to be all right i'm praying with you somebody's planning a wedding you've never done any you will take a seed and send to that person i am helping you to gather like ruth that i that i may also begin to enjoy certain prepared blessing look for what jesus is doing part time and then connect to it jesus is a gatherer Jesus is a harvester. So Ruth now has, she only came to volunteer to gather and maybe find what to eat. Now they're offering her water. To you, to you, it may be a car. To you, it may be a house. But now she's getting water. It looks small, but you know how burdensome that would be if she has to go and get that water by herself, haven't worked haven't worked and you're tired now go and start drawing water but now the man said no drink from the water that these men have drawn prepare blessing this is what follows a man when you help jesus to gather i told you the book of Ruth is a prophetic book it's not a storybook the spirit of revelation needs to open your eye to be able to see what is happening here does it does it make any sense you came to help people gather and they're giving you water to drink as a gift it's not just water let's leave, let's look at what happened now Then in verse 14, the Bible says, At mealtime, Boaz said to her again, Why is Boaz interested in this lady? So the next time you are asking yourself, Why is Jesus so interested in this man, this woman? You must go and check what they have been doing with Jesus. Could it be that part of the things your family is, is, is enjoying is because that you had a gatherer among your lineage? 
there was a gatherer in your lineage. There was a harvester in your lineage. So the reward system God bequeathed to that person is what you are enjoying today, not your prayer, not your fasting. And if for any reason you don't have any gatherer in your lineage or in your family, you must decide to be one so that the blessings that will come upon you, your children also will become a partaker of it. So now at mealtime, look at what Boaz is about to do again to Ruth. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, come over here and eat some bread and dip your bread in the vinegar. This lady just went to help people to gather. Now she is being called to come and sit at the table of greatness. This is what it, what it feels like to help Jesus to gather. So don't, don't be envious or jealous of men doing well. Check to see what they are doing. Look for a man who is building something great for Jesus and be a partaker in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So she sat beside the reapers and, and then he served her roasted grain. Who served her? Who served her? The person that came to serve is now being what? That's what it means to be a gatherer with Jesus. That was, this is what it means to be a gatherer. The mystery of harvest. And then she ate on she, until she was satisfied and then she had some leftover for her mother-in-law, Naomi. When she got up to glean, Boaz ordered his servant, let her glean, let her glean even among the sheaves. Let take her to where there is abundance. Take her to where there is abundance. Let her, let her glean there and do not insult her. Also, you shall purposely pull out for her some stalks of grain from the sheaves and leave them so that she may collect them and do not rebuke her. She went to help some men gather. Look at what is happening to her. They are now purposely leaving things for her to gather and do not insult her. Notice that, that is, she packed some of those things back home to her mother-in-law. So, I know that you desire a great life. I know that you want to be great. But you see, you must find a way to align yourself with what Jesus is doing. Jesus is a gatherer, a harvester. And at every single point in time, he wants to harvest souls. He wants to harvest souls. So you must find a way to ensure that before an entire year finishes, let one person name the name of Jesus Christ on account of your ministration to that person. Help Jesus to gather and see what will happen to you. Don't just celebrate his resurrection religiously. Find a way to do what he's doing. He's a gatherer. He's a harvester. And if you help him to harvest the souls of men, there are wages that you cannot even quantify that will be given to you. Now that's on the soul and the uh, spiritual side of things. How about your own harvests? There are many things you desire to do and in, your, in yourself, by your power, you don't have the capacity to do it. But you have refused to lift up your eyes and look at the person doing what you desire to do and go and help the person. Go and help him to harvest and you'll be shocked 
how that you also are being served and also would partake of that harvest also. You don't sit down, somebody is trying to is trying to gather his school fees to go to school, and then you are saying, look, just give up this thing. You tried last year, it didn't work. You, you, are, you are trying now, it looks like it's not going to work again. Don't be foolish like that. Get 5,000 naira. It could even be 1,000 naira. And say, you know what? I know you are looking for 20,000, but you see, I only have 1,000. I am giving it to you as a seed of faith. You know, let this communicate my support to you that I want you to go to school. You will be shocked that this person will eventually go to school and then come back. And before you know, he is now the governor of his state. Do you think he will forget you? You helped him gather. Praise the Lord. Somebody loses his job. You don't sit down and be saying, you know, maybe he did something wrong. Find a way to send him a message and console, console him and comfort him. At that time, you know, there will be trouble to feed in feeding. Find a way to give him, you know, little help here and there. You will be shocked how that on the day this man will be lifted, you will be among the few people he would remember and call to come and sit at the table of greatness with him. This is how to do your own personal harvest. Look for men who is already harvesting. I'm not saying that you should do it in a way that is, um, that is demonic and that, that, that is literally, you know, you're only taking and taking. No, no, no. You have to help him harvest. Help him to harvest. Help him to gather. I usually say humorously, when, when people are having issues with their husband or with their wife, it's me they call. They tell me, Pastor, I'm tired. I don't want to do this marriage again. I want to quit. I'm like, so it's me that will now help you to scatter. Me, me, no, in the name of the Lord, that marriage will work. You will stay there. You stay there. You, you can just go and pray for a few days and then come back. All right, so do A, B, C, and D. And after one month or two months, they come back and say, oh, pastor, hallelujah, he has changed now. She has changed now. This is, this is what they wanted me to join in scattering. So when they came and they were tired, they didn't know that there was such a possibility that existed in the future of making that man change or that, and that woman change. But they wanted me to join and scatter. Have you not heard that what God has joined together, let no man put asunder? So when they come telling me they are tired, I say, you can't be tired though. You cannot be tired in Jesus' name. Are we, are we together? So this is how you are also going to rise to greatness. Look for individuals, men or women, gathering gathering their destinies and then be like Ruth and go and glean after them. You can even help him or her polish his shoe. It looks like you are belittling yourself. You are commonizing yourself. You are making yourself of no repute or honor before that person. You know that this person has an uncommon ambition and goal. There's somewhere he or she is going to. I need to partner with him so that when he gets there, he will call me to the king, to the table's king. This is how to position yourself for harvests. Remember that there was a man that um, his master called and said, come and give account of your stewardship. For I hear that you have not been a good servant. What did he do? He began to partner with those men that were owing his master. And his reason was simple. So that when I am chased out, I know I can't beg and I cannot sow. I would, they would invite me into their house, into their harvest, into their rest. It's as simple as that. 
So I don't want to just teach you on how to um, be a gatherer or, or a harvester with Jesus and then not know how to do it with men also. Look for men going somewhere, building something. Do you know that builders are usually discouraged? Builders are loners. They're always alone. They're building alone. Because you see, people don't like process. They only like results. So there's a high chance that when you are building, nobody will come to celebrate you. Nobody will be there to cheer you on. You will do it all by yourself. It is when you have been lifted and you have been given awards that people begin to clap for you and begin to take pictures with you. That's the only time that your results would start attracting family members and friends and well-wishers you see that's not the time to actually do it the time to be a friend to somebody who is already working is when nobody is celebrating him already go and help him to harvest go and help him to harvest and i'm not saying that all men will remember to to, to reward you or to honor you back but out of 10 there must be one do you know how i know because there were 10 people that jesus christ healed and there was only one there see the one the 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 ten percent of um of how, how is how is it done now the ten percent of ten is what now is one right yeah, so there must be that one that will come back so i remember i remember so i've come back to say thank you and that thank you could be with um, a range rover sport a bentley a private jet I'm sure you've heard the story of how Apostle Joseph Suleiman got his private jet, yeah? It was a gift to him. He didn't buy it. He helped someone. And then that was his own thank you gift. What will your thank you gift be in 10 years' time? Who are you helping to harvest now? Who are you helping to gather now? Are you helping your wife gather? Are you helping your husband to gather? Are you helping your friends to gather? If you are not doing any of this, then there's a high chance that you're not even helping Jesus to gather. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus asked the question, how can you say you love the God you cannot see when you cannot even love the, your brother or the man next to you that you can see? So if there is nobody on earth right now that you are helping to gather his harvest, there's a high chance you're also not helping Jesus to gather. But don't forget this. Ruth only went into the field to help the reapers to gather and eventually she's being served, she was given food, she was given water and then was the servants were told to deliberately pull up stalks and put it on the ground that she may pack them. This is how God blesses and I believe this is how any man that you help to gather or help to harvest would also, also do to you. There are certain men that have helped me in this ministry. If they call me by 2 a.m., God knows I will pick the call. There are some men, if you call me by 8.30 a.m., I will not even pick. If I don't hate you. You have not communicated a level of support that is needed. So you, I cannot give you the same measure of honor that I will give. No. No. I am I'm not being, being careless now. God loves all of us. Does he trust all of us? He lost all of us. He doesn't trust all of us. There are some people that will pray for, ten, for one year, no results. Somebody will pray for one, just one day. Are you the same with that person? So what is the person's investment should be your concern? How did this person come so close to God that the same thing I've been praying for for one year, this person prayed for one day to the same God 
and then he got the result. There are some people, they have a free flow entry into my life. I tell them, feel free to call me anytime. Why? They helped me to gather. They helped me to harvest. They must qualify for that wages. That is due a harvester or a gatherer. Can't see me building something and you're just sitting down carelessly and just looking at me and saying, eh, God is helping them. You're joking. I'm taking note of everyone who is helping me to gather. It is in accordance to the pattern of Jesus. So this is the mystery of harvest. If it is harvest you are looking for in whatever area, there are representatives of God in different area that you can partner with to get you that harvest. Jesus being the chief of them, help Jesus to gather and you'll be shocked what your life would be like. It is Jesus himself that will be inviting you into, into his own table. Praise the Lord. This is the mystery of harvest. This is how to partner with Jesus. This is how to partner with men. I heard a story, I do not know how true, that when President Buhari tried his first term, second, I mean, during, during the election that he didn't win, that every time he would, um, he lost the election, Femi Adeshino, his um, special assistant, in, I think media now, would send him a text encouraging him every time he lost an election. I don't know how true this is, but you see, I heard that when Femi Adeshino lost his mother, Buhari attended the burial ceremony, and then when Buhari eventually became the president, the first person that was employed, or one of the first persons that was employed, was Femi Adeshino. Why? He was simply sending texts to encourage Buhari every time he lost an election. Who is in your life right now that you are helping to gather? Who is in your life that you are helping to harvest? If there is none, let me tell you what will be falling in five years' time. You will be alone and nobody to help. So if you desire to be great in five years' time, today is the day you will start preparing for that greatness that is to come upon you in five years' time. Rest your faith, let's pray. Father, we bless your name. We give you all the glory. Thank you for revealing your truth. Thank you for helping us see the prophetic message in the book of Ruth. Thank you for revealing to us your intentions and your purpose. Thank you because you have told us that we don't need to wait for the four months that farmers wait for to harvest, that the field is ready to be harvested. Thank you, King of Glory, Lord. Help us to give to you that which you desire from us. We know that you are a gatherer. Help us to gather men unto you. Help us to gather our homes unto you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have said that he who is not gathering with you is scattering. Lord, we exempt ourselves from that title of scatterers in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 
I want to be a gatherer. I want to be a harvester. Yes, that I may gather souls into eternal life and also become a participant of the wages that reapers enjoy. Thank you, King of Glory. So pray, pray, pray. You have heard the message now, the mystery of harvest. There's something you can do to Jesus and to your fellow brother and your fellow sister. There's something you can do to your colleague that will be etched, that will be so imprinted in their heart that it does not matter how far their harvest or how long it takes for their harvest to come. When their harvest comes, they will remember you and say, you helped me to gather. You helped me during my harvest time to come into my joy, come into my rest. Lord Jesus, I don't want to just celebrate your resurrection. I want to do what you are doing. I want to gather with you. You said, oh Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, how often I wanted to gather your children like a hen gathers her cheek, but you were unwilling. Father, I have caught the mystery. I now know that you want men gathered. The next time you direct a man to seek counsel from me, I will use it as an opportunity to gather that man onto you. The next time somebody comes to me to ask one or two questions, Lord, I will use that window of opportunity to minister to them in the way and manner that you would want me to. So Lord Jesus, help me to be a gatherer in this city and everywhere that I go. Is somebody praying? Jesus, I want to be a gatherer. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Lord Jesus, I do not know that my indifference actually meant that I was capturing the things you were gathering. I will no longer be indifferent. I will help you to gather now, Jesus. Thank you, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There are some of you here, you are not saved. And you like to rededicate your life back to Jesus. You'd like to rededicate your life back to Jesus. Please, when I tell people to sit down, remain standing so that I can pray with you. And also, there are some of you, you desire a deeper walk with Jesus. You are not a sinner. 
you just know that you are complacent you are not interested in anything kingdom also stand that i may pray with you is that okay but right now i want to bless you you have heard this message it's a seed in your heart i have only planted in the name of jesus christ i declare and decree that this seed will germinate in your heart Amen. may the desire and the hunger to help jesus gather the planted in you forever. Amen. May you not serve Jesus only for bread and tea. May you do something notable in this kingdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the years to come, may you be the one counseling and teaching people the way of the kingdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May your life be great. May your name be great. May nothing die in your hands. May the Lord beautify you. Amen. May you be satisfied with long life Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May this city be opened unto you. Amen. May the earth yield its fruits and food unto you. Amen. May the heavens be opened unto you. Amen. May the element of the universe walk in your favor Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The sun shall not smite you by day Amen. and the moon shall not smite you by night Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The destruction that lays waste at noonday will not destroy you Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May harvest, meet harvest in your hands. Amen. May the Lord enlighten your eyes. Amen. May the Lord bless you with a good husband. Amen. May the Lord bless you with a good wife. Amen. May the Lord bless you with good children. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. May the Lord prosper the works of your hands. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May your parents call you blessed. Amen. And may nations call your parents blessed for giving back to you. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You shall not die but live in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I prophesy favor upon you. Favor upon your spirit. Favor upon your soul. As Jesus grew in wisdom and in favor with God and men, may you also grow in wisdom. May you grow in favor with God and favor with men in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, so let's share the grace and fellowship now. Oh, before then, have your seat, please. Have your seat. If you want me to lead you to Jesus Christ or you want to rededicate your life, please be upstanding. So, praise the Lord. So, um, say after me, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins and my trespasses. 